0: (laughs) You said
1: everyone would be watching or listening to the cricket all their life. Well, the crowd in Hamilton was seriously one of the most impressive things of the weekend. The crowd was just as impressive as the action on the field from both of those two sides. You know, in an opening game, you they're always sloppy for the first few weeks. People, you know, are coming back. They haven't had much preseason. season out. All Blacks, is dropped balls and whatnot. That was a really good game of rugby for the first game of the round.
0: Oh, it was an outstanding game of rugby. Both teams played.
1: 18,000 people there.
0: Yeah, and both teams played with a good attitude. They uh, they went after it, they played for attacking, attacking endeavour and uh, tell you what, I know we can't put the Crusaders and Chiefs on TV every single weekend, but if some of the other teams can get to that standard, um, well close to it, we're in for a hell of a Super Rugby year.
1: That was some game. Uh, the fact that you mention Atene Nanae Saturo's left boot on Thursday when we were previewing Super Rugby and that's what won the Chiefs the game in the end. His left boot.
0: It was a massive moment, wasn't it, getting the the 50-20? And uh, that left boot, I thought Sean Stevenson's right boot had a massive influence. They won the kicking battles. And as as entertaining of a fixture as it was, I was talking to someone this morning who, who knows a thing about footy too, and I just thought the fact of how the Chiefs, if you looked at all the kicks, they had I think they, they had bigger kickers and so if you saw if you saw the duels between your harkies and your Stevensons and your MacKenzies and uh, Rivers Rahan who I thought did a great job on being the next, uh, next 10 up I felt the Chiefs got massive payday from the kicking game because whenever they had a set piece it was always in a nice part of the park even though the Crusaders might have kicked the ball out they were going back to kicks. Uh, Sean Stevenson's right boot, I, I know we're fans of him on the show here, but that has, that has a massive, massive upside for the Chiefs. And, and having, a, having a winger with safe as boot as Etony does gives you another dimension. For so long, so many teams will just have a 10, and you zero in on the 10s kicking game. But the Chiefs kicking game and the ability to kick from wide channels, massive for them.
1: You remember when we were talking earlier this year, far too early to be talking rugby, let alone All Blacks, and we said there'll be wingers sitting around New Zealand right now that we don't even know who they are that will be a part of Razor's group. There's one right there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I tell you there what.
1: There is one sitting right there.
0: I tell you what, there's a boy playing in Dunedin wearing the 15 jersey he might uh, somehow force his way into an uh, outside back discussion too if he continues that Jacob form. Jacob
1: Neepkins was unbelievable. I think it's quite hard to win. obviously know, obviously, Yeah, it's, I yep. think the, the, the tough thing there is he played for the Blues for how many seasons? And I think he had about 11 games across three seasons or something. So he never got the game time. But he wasn't able to crack into the Blues 23, yet you go down to the Highlanders. And in a game between the Highlanders and Moana Pacifica, you're the best on the park by far. So how do you quantify that performance? If yeah. he was in a team like the Blues, the Crusaders, or the Chiefs, is he still a standout like that? So hard to know. I don't want to take anything away from him. He was amazing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and just added to the excitement. So, I mean, w- we'll know more about him once, you know, he plays the Blues and plays the Crusaders and Chiefs. But but right blues now... Blues
1: this weekend for well, the Highlanders. Blues
0: this weekend. And, and, I've, and, I, and I can't tip anyone other than the Blues, but... It'll be a real yardstick as how far behinders have come, or how far Moana's come. Like, exactly. there's so much, there's so much up in the air right now because Moana just,
1: are definitely better under Tana Umanga.
0: They certainly are, and they,
1: they had more structure to them. Their set piece was better. They're a better side than they have been the last two years. And standards it's a, that he instills in that team. He said they're sick of losing.
0: Well, it'd be funny the standards. I reckon there might be a to of chat again uh, Monday morning at uh, Moana Pacific uh, head office because if there's one thing that I, I thoroughly enjoyed that game out of him, but if there's one thing I took from it, there might be a few boys who are in the Moana team who might get a bit of realisation on what Tana thinks of losing and what it takes to be competitive and win because he was on your panel and he was yep. standing there looking at a monitor and he yep. saw his uh, first five, uh, Havili he played a good game, yeah, laughing, really. laughing and joking with Joey Wheeler five minutes after they had lost a game. Oh and
1: no, you reckon he gets roasted for that?
0: Well, I, I don't think he'd need to say anything. I think other coaches or management might just show the boys the clips and go, look, if you're even talking to a mate, don't let this be the vision that's getting out there because Tana saw the vision on your guys' monitor and if looks, could kill. uh, That was, as I crossed back to you guys on the panel, I I had a wee chuckle because Tana is a very competitive man.
1: That's what Marshy said.
0: And he hates losing. And uh, seeing his boys laugh after a loss so quickly, I don't think would have gone down well with the big boss and it clearly didn't.
1: (laughs) We've got a lot to talk about, a lot to discuss. And I know we've got three hours and we want to hear from you as well if you've got thoughts on the weekend. But you obviously watched the game in Dunedin. So Julian Savier at 12. Loved it. On attack. Loved it. Wonderful at times. Distribution and passing game. B, what did you see from him at 12? Tell us.
0: Now, well, the thing is, and, and I, I saw this two years ago when he came back and played for Wellington and they were playing him at centre, and I was like, oh, this will be interesting. The thing that struck me that you wouldn't have known for the best part of um, Julian's career is he's got a magnificent pass, and running and passing. So when I say running and passing, I know that sounds stupid, and you'd think every rugby player can do it. It's not, it is not across all professional rugby players to be able to run square and throw a good pass. I can, I can assure you, you're probably looking at a 20, 15 to 20%. When I'm saying run square, being out of Zinger pass, Julian can do that. I saw that when I was live with the Waikato stuff a couple of years ago, and I thought, wow, he can, he can play centre. And then in the weekend, nothing changed my thoughts on it. A couple of his carries, um, he just looks in great, Nick. Like,
1: it it and, looks fitter, doesn't he? And he, I think he's happy. Yeah. You know he's happy on the field. Well, he's
0: got a very he's senior. He's
1: happy off the field. He's got
0: a very senior role there, and I dare say what like obviously in conju- in conjunction with Tana, what Julian says goes. And if Julian's like we've had him on the show no more than probably a month or two ago, and he sounded in a great place, he sounded mm. really to lead these minor boys, but also, also like Tana wanted to raise standards and expectations that we're not just there to to compete and giggle sort of thing. So he uh he looks like he's ready to make a big impact on Moana and I don't know is Christian around this year or has he got a serious injury? Because once you get that sort of ten twelve back together, Christian Leofano, he's he's still with them, isn't he? Of course. I think he's out injured well, he at the
1: moment. Huh? He wasn't on the injury list that I saw for Moana Pacifica. They've actually got quite a few really good players out injured at the moment of course the Kepu. Yes, um, is one more of experience. them they've got uh, Sioni Haveli Talitui who was part of that Crusaders uh, winning yes. 23 last year they've got quite a few uh, strong Super Rugby players who aren't available at the moment due to injury so they're going to get better interesting game coming up this weekend against the Fijian Drua for them I yep. think Moana can win that game
0: yeah interesting one there Kirst and I can't wait to to say what or to hear what Ken fought live I watched that game and obviously probably didn't you could start to appreciate just looking at how everyone was kicking the ball that there was obviously a, a tailwind going down the field there at Fongaday. But what I was what I thought five, ten minutes into that second half, I thought that game was on a knife edge. And they got back Blows to in trouble. Well, I won't say they're in trouble because obviously it's easy for you know, everyone knows I love the blues and they'll say oh Beaver's knocking the blues but just from where Drew are at, I think they were, they were two minutes away and converting a try so to being right back in that. So they got to 29-10, bang, quick as look at you. And then they made a big break down the middle of the field, got from about four or five metres of the Blues line, and they got turned over because they were slow on the clean. I thought if they scored there 29-17, I think, hang on, game is really, really on because that wind was obviously quite significant, but as it, as it turned out um, – they didn't get there, and uh, and the Blues Blues held strong. And, and the Blues, it's like what they're getting from Vern Cotter publicly mm. is exactly what the Blues have needed for quite some time. He's 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 watered down how great they were. He said, "Yep, we did some good things," um, but he's come out and said, "You know, this needs to improve. This needs to improve." So, I think there's a, there's enough there for Blues fans to be uh, to be excited. But I certainly I certainly don't. I, I still see the draw being a top six team.
1: Oh, I was just going to say, the Drua are absolutely making the final because Vern Cotter was very honest in his assessment after the game and he said, we're lucky that we had them in New Zealand because if we had them in Fiji, we wouldn't have won that game. And I think most teams will be thinking that. They go to Fiji, they don't win those games. The Drua only need to win games at home, but if they win games away from home, it's a bonus for them. They're going to make the playoffs, aren't they?
0: Yeah, and what people probably don't appreciate is Vern Cotter, up until last year, when he sort of got a bit surprisingly sort of arched out of the Fiji national team he he was coached for three years so he would have intimate knowledge of all those players which would have only helped in his preparation for the blues in round one so if he's saying that then I think you've got to you've got to take it uh, well and truly on board but no Mick you, you saw Mick pregame talking obviously about that they've got to address the away game factor so no I think the drill will be very there, thereabouts again uh, certainly they'll get into the eight and it's just how high they can get up there
1: Do you know who impressed me on the weekend? Um, I haven't had a whole lot to do with him because obviously he's been coaching overseas, super rugby, um, over in the UK, France, Japan, all over the world, really. Rob Penny. I thought he was a really tough guy. I thought he was similar to the Stern-Verne kind of guy. He's got that facade about him. He's a really, really nice man. All the players said during pre-season that he's very similar to Razor, the way that he creates the culture, the way that he interacts and brings people together. Didn't have any idea until we had him on on uh, Friday after that match. He is a super impressive coach. And <laughs> the Crusaders. <Yeah>. The Crusaders, <laughs> I mean, Scott Barrett, unbelievable. Yes. Um, By himself, without any support crew, you know, alongside him. And then you bring back David Havili this weekend. Yep. Ethan of the weekend. Cody <laughs> Taylor comes back in six weeks' time or whatever it is. And you start rolling back these guys as well. Yep.
0: Mm. Oh, no. They're going to be there. Oh, no. And you've got, you tip your hat to the Crusaders. Um, talk about a few, talk about the momentum of that draw again. The momentum that was suddenly turned on its head uh, by the Crusaders. And and I'll tip, you obviously mentioned a lot of the big names. You've got to tip your hat to a young fella who I don't think probably, I mean, externally, there might not have been a massive amount of expectation or pressure on him, but internally, young Rivers Rayhanna. Uh, went out and did a wonderful wonderful job. Oh, I, think, mm-hmm. I thought he was better than not too bad, Kirst. I thought he was bloody good and considering... Not potential, doesn't he? Yeah, well, considering a the potential. Of like Because of, of, Rivers has been in around the YK setup. So and Chiefs, so I've always kept an eye on the, the young mm-hmm. Tennessee how he is. By far the best play, game he's played, but also the most pressure he's ever been under. Going back a to your old side, playing in the position that everyone thinks the Crusaders are going to crumble because they don't have Richie, and the performance he put in, I thought was outstanding. Uh, talk about momentum, I was saying his kick that got them down there, got the 50-20, he ran down there, got the quick line out, created the next try. That momentum, Scott Barrett obviously was at the forefront of it, but I thought Rivers-Rohana was certainly well and truly a part of it. And I think it just shows, and I mean, I <laughs> you don't I don't need to harp on about it, but he's another of these guys that's been in the wings, gets an opportunity, and proves we've got New Zealand 10s who can do jobs for it, so... I mean, you don't have to draw any conclusions What I'm, what I'm alluding to, but let's give these guys a crack because, you know, I think it shows that we have got depth there and they just need an opportunity. And, and Rivers Rahan probably wouldn't have been on many people's uh, minds going into this game Super Rugby competition, but he's certainly got the ability to be there for a long time.
1: We know we're looking for 10s in New Zealand. We're looking for the next tier of 10s in New Zealand. Uh, and we're looking for a fullback to replace Will Jordan very early on, which was interesting that... Basically, all the fullbacks for the New Zealand sides played very, very well on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. A couple of other names for you, B. Xavier Rowe, performance.
0: Yeah, yeah, very, very good again, considering again. The internal pressure that he would have put himself under—not fill filling in, taking over from yeah. Brad Weber, yeah. knowing that he's got an absolute scrap on his hands with Young Cortez. Uh, obviously, he's—he's he's probably more, I guess, popular as far as oh, there's a lot of hype that Cortez is going to be this all-black and and what have you. Well, Xavier's obviously done a great preseason, beat him into the job, and there's no way that Xavier won't be the halfback. Going forward, right now he he made every post a winner. I thought the try
1: very good nines in New Zealand. Oh, Oh,
0: one hundred percent, very
1: very good nine. The
0: try that he scored was very Weber-esque. I thought it was one of the best tries. Mm-hmm. Like yes, it was round one, but we'll still be talking about that try in probably twenty rounds' time. The the Damien McKenzie counter attack off a of a poor poor kick. Sean Stevenson gets you on the end of it. He'll save it. He de- deliberately threw that ball. There's a bit of a speculator, but Xavier Rowe <laughs> running up the right track. Scores try, and as I say, the Super, the Super, and Super Rugby was well and truly on show at uh, the Tron because there were some wonderful tries scored.
1: Sammy fee now,
0: scary, very scary. <laughs> First
1: game back, and I doubt he's had a preseason.
0: So, so it's all good and well. We used to have a saying, you know, behind your, behind your sort of mouth, you know. If, I hope you're going to be prepared to do that to the op- like. We saw the vision of him having a fight. Um, se- uh, with his own teammates. If you're brave enough to do it against your own teammates, you better front up and do it in the weekend. Holy hecka. Uh, he was scary. Uh, he's, what
1: about him tiptoeing down the sideline and keeping uh, a ball in like a ballerina when he's about his eight foot?
0: His carries some of the power and aggression behind some of those carries, the other one that it stood out for me physically I thought was Tupovai.
1: Tupovai, very he, very good.
0: He was physically imposing too so. And you know, look
1: at the players that they've lost yeah, and those two well, huge for youngsters.
0: Well to talk about, I mean obviously we're alluding to the fact that Brady Retallick's no longer there but um, Beauchere for Sammy Kane um, mm-hmm. was, was everywhere um, so again they've uh, they did a good job there but no I can't speak Highland. I watched obviously the Chiefs Crusaders the the game in Fongaday and the game in Dunedin and I just thought great footy great way to start the competition and I tell you what if the blues don't get 20 odd thousand every week at Eden Park it just shifts a few games around you just saw the appetite for it in Fongaday Funny enough, Chris, is, this is our clever son of my mates. Uh, I've got a mate that farms up there. Doesn't get off the farm much, but uh, I dare say he was having a few drinks. He texts me at about, uh, must have been about half an hour before kickoff, and he goes, oh, babe, I'm at, I'm at, the, uh, I'm at the rugby. It's a good-sized crowd for this preseason fixture. <laughs> I, said, I said, mate, you, you realise that's around one there. But I thought
1: you were going to say he made it down to FMG and was slurping grins on the sideline.
0: <laughs> well, no, enough people were slurping grins. It was fantastic to see the mm, product product being enjoyed on the Hello Turf.
1: <laughs> Sold out down there? Did they?
0: Very Didn't close. Order enough stock. In? Oh look, it'd be disappointing if a CEO ever allowed them to sell out. But uh, no, they will need a big new order for for round two. That's for sure.
1: The Hearty crowd, uh, very, very hearty crowd that were enjoying the grins from what I saw. We're getting plenty of messages coming in. Uh, This one is from Josh on the West Coast. Kirsten Beeb, good win from the Mighty Chiefs. Done well to shut down Levi Aomua with his one carry for the entire game. Yes, uh, ended up coming off for Ryan Crotty. And Ryan Crotty, I think, had more of an impact in the 15 or 20 minutes that he had it on the park than Levi Aomua. Quinn everywhere in his return until he got injured. And Anton Leonard Brown.
0: Yeah, they. I thought they were both very good. I, I mean, Jesus, and I don't want to jinx it, but Jesus, I'm a bit worried about seeing Quinn like that. Um, he's he's. But he
1: passed his HIA. Passed he's his HIA. Incredible. How ridiculous! He is like KO'd on the ground. Yeah. He is like a caterpillar. His legs are shaking, and he can barely sit up. It was quite scary. And he passes his HIA.
0: Well, it makes it. How
1: does that happen when Anton's smart mouth guard <laughs> is getting him dragged five minutes before the end of the match? And Anton's like, "What? Wow, I haven't even taken a knock."
0: But the funny. one's th-
1: passed his. The
0: funny thing about uh, Anton's situation is when he was actually coming off. Like I obviously know Anton and spent a lot of time with Anton. I've never seen him look so alert. He was so engaged. <laughs> <laughs> His eyes were wide than I've ever seen them, and he, he knew what was going on. Like, geez, I, I bet you there'd be coaches all around the world that have coached Anton. What, well, Jeez, I wish he looked like that in review and preview meetings.
1: Save that because that's coming up in the agenda in just a moment. We are going to talk about that whole situation with Anton Leonard Brown, uh, with Quentin Strange, and the Smout Mouth Guards over the weekend. But we want you to have your say as well. Double eight, double three on the temper and bedpost text line. We're excited because Super Rugby was back and it was a blooming good weekend.